My big fat Greek wedding. You better get married soon. You're starting to look old. My dad has been saying that to me since I was 15. He's a nice Greek girl. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. I love this movie. <laughs> Hi, Ava. Hi, Neve. How are we? Um, well, the update as of like three minutes ago is, uh, or like two, is like, I'm, I'm relieved. Um, I just finished all my work for this one class and submitted it like literally right before we started recording. So I'm chilling, but everything is crazy and wrapping up around here. So I'm also like a little emotionally, um, emotional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's it. How are you, Neve? I'm good. I'm weepy. Yeah. In a way that I had never been before. Um, just like could cry if someone looked at me wrong. Get, like, our friend Gabby left a comment on my Instagram post. I saw that and I thought and in I my cried. head, I bet you I was, cried. I literally cried like in this here room, like cried. It was so um, sweet. So that's how I've been doing. All like for good reasons. Like it's just hard to leave stuff behind. Like they're all for like, it's, it's good crying, but still sad. Um, and I've had a cough for a week, so I have to go to Minute Clinic tomorrow. It's gotten a lot better. Like, you all saw me last week. I was, like, yeah. uncontrollably coughing. Yeah. And now I can control it, but it's just still there. So I do have to go. I'm going to go to CVS tomorrow um, and get it checked out if it doesn't go away by tomorrow morning. So that should be fun. How are you, Brayden? <laughs> I am also... I'm chilling. Um... Yeah, I'm a little little sad, but also fine. Like yeah. it's 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 a weird mix of things where I'm like yeah. very ready to graduate college, but also I'm gonna miss some things, and then there's some things that I really won't miss. Like yeah. I was sitting at work today, and I was like, "This is I will be fine when I don't have to do this anymore," you know. <laughs> so like yeah. there there's. There's a lot of good and bad together, so. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing is, like, I was thinking about it the other day where I was like, damn, I'm really ready to graduate. And then I was like, but when I get home and I'm just, like, sitting in my house, I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, it'll just be such a different sensation. Yeah. And I've been thinking, ready for. been thinking all the time about, like, the artistic community we have here yeah. and like how it's going to be so much work to try and find that again outside of like structures like this. It's such an easy I can access. write a paper. I'm basically writing a paper with my voice right now, but it's like, just like, it's so easy to have like artistic communities and collaborators and like, um, like outlets. Like I, like when else in my life am I going to get to like consistently sing with a group of people three times a week? Yeah. For like years, like True. probably like not for a while. And yeah. like, that is so surreal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, I don't know where I'll be living in three months. So, you know, yeah. like there's a lot of, and then like, it's a period of a lot of movement. Like if we move around a lot, like it's finding it every time you go somewhere new and it's so crazy. Yeah. For real. But it's also very exciting. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. It's uh, set, setting a bird free from a cage because the mm. bird is tired of the cage. And 
the bird <laughs> does not does not want to be at this cage anymore because this cage uh, really systematically oppresses birds. But sometimes cages warm and comfy with right other birds in cage. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly. It's like, I think my bird is like. She's gotten a little big for the cage where she's kind of like, she wakes up, she hits her head and she goes, ow, like on the ceiling. Um, <laughs> like it's too small, but she's also like, damn, I know how to get comfortable in here. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we're writing a beautiful poem right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Uh, this week, we are watching My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Hell yeah, we are. Uh, because why... It's Greek. Yeah. yeah. And that was our association. We This book is too crazy to have a movie that could even relate yeah, to anything. We just wanted to watch something fun. Yeah. Uh, next time we'll watch something like Gladiator or Troy, something like serious. That and, we could have serious discussions about. But there's still merit in good comedy, in good like yes. lighthearted comedy. Oh, and that's that's sure. That's what we're talking about today. In in the spirit of of Leo's return. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we picked a comedy. I think was it you who described we watched it last night. And I think it was you who was like, this is there was no like there wasn't a lot of conflict at all. It was just like a genuine definition of a feel-good movie. Like even well, there though, was like, conflict. Like, there was conflict, but no, it was yeah. never like it was never like super duper high stakes. Yeah. If I think that makes it was, sense. Was yeah. one of our roommates who was who said she was like, mm, not enough conflict for me, I think. Or was Probably. it so good? It was so refreshing. It yeah. was like anytime there was like a minor problem, it was like, but they're they're just gonna work out. But it'll be fine. <laughs> and I appreciated that because great movie to watch during finals week. That's yeah. kind of the thing. It's like mm. we were having a real nice succession of like movies we've we've been watching recently. Ava and I watched Tag. We did. It was grand. Tag was grand. Um, I think after we record record th- this episode, we might partake in a Muppet film. A Muppet film. <laughs> Some Muppet cinema. Um, yeah. Neve and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Recently, big big week for movies. Big week yeah. for movies. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. The Marvel fans who listen to this podcast, which seems to be a lot of you. Um, <laughs> Very good. Love to hear your thoughts. And don't get it twisted. I'm gonna watch it later this week. Yes. Yeah. Ava had a conflict when we I went. Do. But, but I I'm, I want to see it so bad. So I'm I'm I'm, po- I'm like pointing at the camera like as if you can see me like Uncle Sam like I want you like I'm committed to this franchise I promise. Yeah. I just had to make them know that. <laughs> or we what we could do in our last ten days of college is we could make Neve watch all of all the Marvel, of the Marvel movies. movies <laughs> This has been an impending, it's not a threat, but an impending ask of me. And maybe during senior week, we really have like nothing to do. Yeah. It might just be the time that I get roped into it. There's only like 40 something at this point. Oh, yay. It's, it is, it, up to end game is pretty manageable. It kind of gets the like most recent Marvel stuff once they start introducing the shows. Well, then I've it starts to get a lot of You, you've seen most of phase four. Phase four. Yeah. Yeah. I know what that is, and I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I've watched Wandavision, and since then I've watched like most of them, either just because we're going to see the movie, yeah. or like there are certain things like that. Um, the Loki TV show mm-hmm. that I just like have picked up what happened in it due to like Social the fact media. that I have a Twitter account. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, there's been things that like 
I don't know, but I would love to understand some of the context of what's happening in these movies when I go to see them. Yeah, it is before... I have seen all of the... I saw both of the, like, Guardians of the Galaxies before this. Okay. Okay, Because that was a really, like, yeah, like, the people, like, my friends in high school who were into Marvel, that was always the movie that they were like, everyone come along, because it's, like, more like... You, know, you don't need to understand. Yeah, that disconnected from the rest of the stuff happening. Yeah. That they were like, everyone can come to this one. There's fun music and Chris Pratt, and he was like acceptable then. So <laughs> he, was, he was a draw back then. Yeah. No, I I've always loved the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They're fun. There were people like so I think society has had a weird arc with them, where like. <laughs> Everyone loved them. And then for, like, a few years, everyone was like, they actually were bad, right? And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> but I think we've grown back to, like, those were those are very good movies. Yeah. I don't... And I don't love James Gunn. I'm not a huge fan of everything he does. But I'm a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and I'm a big fan of the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. Mm. Um, you are a big fan of the live-action I am a big are, fan of live-action really Scooby-Doo movies. See. I just did not like <laughs> Suicide Squad. I think when James Gunn is given an R rating, uh, he takes it a little too far. And was that like the first, like the Suicide Squad that everyone? No. So oh, that the new that one. was the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is the one you saw in theaters. That's the like original like the one green and purple Robbie. one. Yeah. Okay. I loved that one. Yes. I did not like that. <laughs> it's very confusing. They, they really <laughs> tried to, to erase so, that movie. So weird. So it's bad. Weird. It's a very bad movie. Yeah. I would like to rewatch it because I don't remember it a lot. Neither do I. It was a real... I just, but I remember being in theaters. I was a little too close to the screen. Maybe oh, that maybe affected it. But like I remember being like, this is a bad movie. No, it was a widely hated movie, but the aesthetic of it became... Yeah. A sensation. So it was crazy. I yeah. I also wanted to be Harley Quinn. Like, so bad. Everyone did. Everyone yeah. really did. Exactly. And then no one saw Birds of Prey. <laughs> you did. I did. Okay. Well, I did, I, to be fair, I didn't see Birds of Prey in theaters either. Well, this but Birds of Prey... can convince me to watch it. <gasps> Slay. Oh, my God. You, you'll you love it. I know I will. Have you seen Birds of Prey? I just need someone to sit me down and like make me watch it. I actually think both of you will like it. It's also very... It's all, like, self-contained. I watched it. I've seen clips of it. I feel like it's one of the movies that like the TikTok movie people post sometimes. That's real. Know what movie the TikTok... Love those fucking TikTok movie people. Me too. I've seen so many. <laughs> you know what movie I've seen so many times? It comes back around like once a month. I'm ready. Downsizing. Yes. That and cool. my sister's keeper. Mm. Oh. Is, 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 is that the I've one where she's, she's sick? And, yes. Yes. It's, yes. um, I'm not Ab- this. and oh, she tries oh, to sue, oh, sue her mom. Abigail Breast, no, it's not her. It's a different little girl that everyone... Mm. I can't remember who the little girl, but it's, um... Maybe it was Abigail Breslin. Let me look it up. Mm. They're just, it, it's, it's a girl. And the, it's a book originally, and it's like, I saw them, the actual movie in full once oh. when I was like a teenager, but it was like, um, it's like, uh... Is the mom Julia Garner? No. It's, the mom it's, is Cameron Diaz. Wow. Same person though. Yes. Same person though. Interchangeable. Cool. But it was um. It's basically like they're this couple has a kid and the first kid has like really severe cancer, oh. um, and constantly needs transplants to stay alive. So they have another kid that they like cook up in a lab to be like the perfect match for their first kid. So she's constantly donating like, um, like crazy body oh part needs God. like bone marrow and like platelets and stuff to her sister to keep her alive. Um, and she's, like, still has... Her older sister still has, like, cancer and stuff. And then um, 
the younger sister goes and like asks to sue for medical emancipation so she doesn't have to go through this anymore. And she's like like a seven year old, and I can't remember what. Oh my god! I can't remember sounds... the little girl. I feel like I've watched it so I many times on TikTok. Oh girl, it's gonna be on your TikTok oh, real no. soon. It was Abigail Breslin. Okay, I was right. Kid herself. Kid Kidridge herself sues her parents for medical um, emancipation. And, um, she is it Alec Baldwin, the, the, lawyer. the lawyer? I Alec love Baldwin Alec lawyer. Baldwin. It, it is like a pretty star-studded movie for like when it was made. Like I'm assuming the late 2000s. Like those were like the people to be in movies. Where like yeah. Abigail Breslin as a kid and Cameron Diaz and Alec Baldwin yeah. to be like the two other main characters. That's but I have watched that entire film probably like 10 times over through TikTok clips. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I'm always sad. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I see it, it and I'm like, I'm me. there. That's yeah. um, the other big thing that always gets me shameless. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I always get hooked into we shameless. episodes of things. That's a yeah. show that I always yeah. kind of want to watch. Shameless is the yeah. show that like gets... A Modern Family was showing up for a while, but mm-hmm. we are now... My roommates and I are actively watching Modern Family. Love Modern Um, Family. Like from the beginning. Yeah. And we're like on season four or something like that. Like (laughs) we've rocketed through it. Yeah, I believe that we could get through the whole thing by graduation. This summer that I lived here, I watched like all seasons of Modern Family Mm -hmm. because I had a lot of time on my hands and I literally would just sit in my room and watch like episode after episode. It's so So funny. So good. Big fan. That's like how I read like four years worth of X-Men comics because <laughs> yeah. I was just here just alone here. for a summer. Yeah. 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 Um, my Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. Um, That's what we're talking about. Who would like to try to summarize it? Well, I already read the script, so... I think I could do it. Yeah. How long do I have? Um, let's say... There's not that much that happens. No. 45 seconds. Oh, yeah, I can do it. Slow. All right. Okay. Go. Main character, Tula. She has a gigantic family. She works at her family's restaurant as a seating hostess. And she um, convinces her aunt to let her work at her travel agency. And then at that travel agency, she meets a man. And that man's name is... Who fucking knows? And he's he's really cute, though. And they start dating, and they fall in love. But her family wants her to date someone and marry someone Greek. Because um, they're a very insular community who want to, like, continue... Um, believe that women should be able to go to college. They should be able to, like, um, like, do anything beyond just, like, cooking and being a mother. So she's breaking those stereotypes because she went to college, and she's working, and now she's dating a guy who is a Greek. And... Um, then her dad doesn't approve of it, but it doesn't matter. They fall in love. They, they're getting married. Her dad's really mad about it, but for some reason, wedding is still good to go on. Um, and then the family's getting introduced to each other. You are out of time. Oh. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, that, that was the, the, the At it. the end of it, is, the wedding is pretty chaotic, but it ends up okay. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, little bits. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the guy's parents get drunk. Yeah. In the oh, middle. Parents, yeah. The families meet each other and... They truly found the most waspy actors yeah. to play this man's mom and dad. They are just like na- like resting disgust face. I know. Ian. They're- Ian. Uh, I was like, Bill? I don't know. But Ian. No, you're they- thinking of Mamma Mia. I know, I yeah. am. They also have a very, very funny bit where they play on like the Greek stereotype of like every boy is named Nick. <laughs> going through the family and they're like Nick, 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 Nicky, Nicole, Nick, Nick, Nick. I love it. It's so silly. Alright, so we're gonna go through a little chronologically and we're just gonna give our thoughts and chat. Yeah. So uh 
in the beginning, we find Tula um, and her family. Uh, the wiki describes her as frumpy and meek. Um, in the beginning, um, she works at her family's restaurant, um, and we're introduced to her family. They, like, have a giant, like, house that is modeled after Greekness, uh, <laughs> um, and we're, like, taught their social values, and then she's like, I want to go to college, but she's like, her dad, Gus, Gus. is like... Gus is a little... I couldn't remember the dad's name either. I really did not internalize the, the names of the men in this film. Um, I also can't remember her aunt's name though. But they, it was two thousands movies have a way of taking like obviously pretty women and just like throwing some glasses and a bad wig on them and being like, aren't they horrendous looking? Like, yeah. no, <laughs> she looks fine. Like, <laughs> it's so funny to see like that trope when it wasn't a trope yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a very early 2000s movie yeah. it is literally 2002 oh yeah this setting the curve it's about our this movie is about our age <laughs> damn this movie crazy. is a little younger than us well, yeah, but yeah. crazy yeah yeah it's so funny because I remember I watched this movie for the first time on a plane which was super weird um but I literally for a second I was like like what like she's pretty yeah like I don't I my um childhood association with this movie is I thought this and Mamma Mia were the same movie. Please. I mean, they both have big fat Greek weddings. Yeah. You can understand how I would get confused. I can. I can. Uh, So, then as the weeks pass, uh, Tula gains more confidence, changes her image, which means she uses contacts, and then she brushes her her hair. hair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she learns about computers and tourism and... Mm -hmm. Uh, she basically completely takes over her aunt's travel agency um, and is, like, running it single-handedly, and uh, Ian just keeps walking by the window. Yeah. 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 We had a conversation about that last night where, like, he kept walking by, and I, I don't remember who said it. It was, like, what? who he toes the line between, like, stalker and, like, flatter. It's so hard because it's, like... If he had, like, done it for, like... If they had showed, like, one more day of him, like, outside the window... Because they show him, like, one day outside the window looking in at her and recognizing her from the... I don't know. Maybe a recognizer from the restaurant or something? Because he came into the restaurant and saw her there. And, like, waves at her. And then she doesn't respond, so he walks away. And then the next day he comes back and, like, tries to, like, wave through the window again. And then... I knew that someone was going to do a Darren Hanson reference. I was oh. waiting for it. And then he comes in and says hello. And I feel like if it was, like, one more day, like, if it went past two days of him just, like, staring in the window, it would have been creepy. But, like, for some reason, because it was just, like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, it, it's fine. But I guess I just kind of also have rose-colored glasses when it comes to 2000s rom-coms. Yeah, it's like rom-coms like, always really kind of tell that line. No, wrong. Yeah. That's such a thing with 2000s rom-coms is, like, this is a little creepy, but it kind of has to be for, yeah. like, the romantic comedy-ness of it to work. Yeah. Yeah, which is it, so odd. It's, like... But that's how people, like, met each other. I know. Like, they would just walk up to each other at work or in a restaurant or something. Like, yeah. the internet has so skewed our perception of, like, what is, like, an acceptable way to, like, meet someone. Yeah. yeah. And that is, like, so crazy to me. It is, like, you either meet someone at a party... 
or online. There's like yeah. really no. And like maybe or like your or like your friends, like, and then you start dating. Yeah, or like but, a friend of a friend. Like there's yes. I don't know if that's gonna change. But there's when certainly we're no not meet cutes. Yeah, no. certainly not. I mean, and I think it's like either or it's like you can like work with or like you if you know someone from something else. A lot of people only get the courage to like do something about it by like texting them and not doing it in person. Yeah, it never know. happens. It, it in still exists in the modern day though. One of the friend, one of the friends I had in high school got asked out by a guy at the fucking SAT. I will never that forget is it. Crazy. I was like, how on earth did you look good enough at your SAT yeah, no. to get a random person to ask you out? Absolutely not. Like it's eight o'clock in the morning. We're at a random high school we don't go to. <laughs> And you got someone to ask you out at the break of the SAT. That is like so I showed up looking like this, like how I look right, right. now, which is pretty horrendous. No, who did it though? That's I was wild. That, so I guess it still happens. I guess that does still happen. And like yes. high school is also that's different. That's really is a meet cute. And then high school overall is different. Where like you just kind of know everyone a little bit, so then it's yeah. a little yeah. in between. It's like I to expose myself on our podcast. I asked out. My high school ex-boyfriend. Like, with, like, a Valentine's Day, like, strawberry gram kind of thing. Which is real, real cheesy. No, it's really It's very high. But, like, that's, like, how high schoolers, like... Yeah. If you're not texting someone, ask each other out. But, like, that's, like, the closest to, like, rom-com-y. Yeah. I think I've, I've personally experienced things being... We'll see when we go out in the real world. That's true. Post, post-college. Yeah. Um, so, as she's working at the travel agency, they meet, they start going out on dates, but Tula lies to her family that she's taking a pottery class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dress so nice for this pottery class. This is the worst lie I've ever heard. Arguably a messy-ass activity. To be like, Very I'm wearing a full beat and like a really nice dress. Time to go do like a messy art form. Like also oh, something that you're supposed to have a material uh, <laughs> product. Product. Yeah. It's like after she comes home more than twice without a pot. It's getting yeah. suspicious. No, so true. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so ultimately her lie is exposed. Um, her family finds out, um, and Gus is real mad that Ian did not ask permission. Um, and Ian's like, (coughs) would you have said yes? And Gus was like, of course not. Um, so there's this big tension, um, in the family, but, uh, Tula keeps seeing her and then Ian proposes. 
So there's where the marriage comes in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's sweet. And then uh, Gus is upset, but Ian decides to become a member of the Greek Orthodox Church so that they can get married in the family and then that will Mm -hmm. help the family accept him. Yeah. I forgot to Google, but we were saying last night, I don't know what the difference is in, like, religious sectors of, you know... I do know some things about it. Um, I know they celebrate certain holidays on a different calendar and usually ends up being like a week later than us. Um, And I don't know which... Like, I don't know the... the, Like the actual like practices, how they differ? Well, yeah. I was going to say like, I don't know how to differentiate, like what word to differentiate between the calendars. But... Because I was like, I know the history of, like, the yeah. Eastern, like how the Eastern difference between the Eastern Orthodox Church and the, like, Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, the Roman Empire versus the Byzantine Empire. Yeah. And it's, but I don't know, like, the real difference. Um, I don't think Okay, that. it is characterized by the, by monotheistic trietarianism. Yeah. Belief in the incarnation of the essential essentially divine logos or only begotten son of god a balancing oh, these are big words <laughs> but honestly it's very similar it does like, look it's very similar to protestantism i believe okay um but it seems to be catholic oh but it let's see okay what? this seems to be the biggest difference is that Eastern Orthodox Christians regard the Christian Bible as a collection of inspired texts that sprang out of this tradition, not the other way around. So, that it's, the Bible is a little bit more of a, like, oh, this is this is a text that was created out of things that happened, but yeah. they're like, it's more of inspired, whereas the Roman Catholic Church is like, the Bible is like, like the everything. word of God. Yeah. Mm. T. Gotcha. Interesting. I'm sure there's. They seem to be having fun. Yeah, and I know they're different structures. I just don't really know the names of them. Yeah. No. For they're for sure like it's a Christian religion, so like the the basis is the same. Yeah. But like all sects of Christianity, there are so many like nuanced differences. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The history of Christianity is crazy. Yeah. To say, to, so to put it lightly. To put it lightly. So, yeah. so interesting, though. Um, basically, after he gets baptized, the whole family is like, yay, I am glad that you are now baptized. And they commit, like, wholeheartedly mm-hmm. to yeah. the wedding. And they kind only of... The, only Gus is left, like, not completely on board. Yeah. Everyone else is, like, down. But, like, even Gus, like, slowly starts yeah. to into it. Then we're introduced to Ian's parents. The waspiest-ass motherfuckers <laughs> y'all have so ever boring. Uh, the wiki describes them as quiet and conservative, and that's... Girl, ex- so much more. The, like, one... It's actually so fascinating to see... The depiction of these people, the one conversation, like, major conversation we watch them have, 
with the two main characters is about like talking about the husband's secretary. Like that one of yes. their secretaries was maybe Greek, but then she turned out to be like Guatemalan. Guatemalan or something. Yeah, like just that was something a crazy thing. Just the worst kinds of people. Just like racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, very yeah, and they're annoying. So we're already like proved to not really like them and then she introduces his parents to her family and it's crazy and they get really drunk. And that's yeah. basically the thesis of that scene. Yeah. There's no real yeah. like result of it. No. Which is like fine. That's not what I'm looking for <laughs> in this movie is like a serious like addressing of these concerns. There was like the scene after where the dad is like why like they looked at us like we were zoo animals like I don't yeah. like these people and I was like that was like a brief acknowledgement of like these people suck. Yeah. But then there's like kind of nothing else about it. They're just like they suck. Yeah. Sucks it, for them. It definitely was a really compelling story about the like Eastern European immigrant yeah. experience. Yeah. Um which I thought worked really well and made the movie like really smartly written that it is a comedy and it's lighthearted and it's a romantic comedy, but there is really this ethos at the core of it that, yeah. that yeah. is very sweet is the wrong word, but it, it's like, it feels very true. It's yeah. very honest. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And like honoring what's happening like the, the this kind of community mm-hmm. yeah also it's in chicago didn't know that yeah. yeah like realized it after the fact i never processed that <laughs> i just kind of assume everything is in new york <laughs> that's fair <laughs> so true um just because everything is everything like is. all movies are in new york unless they really tell you unless and if they're, they're not they really hammer at home yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like so really true. in la or like something like mm-hmm. that yeah but like I'm always I'm always happy when something's in Chicago or Boston. Hmm. Yeah. And then it's the wedding day. And Bridesmaid dresses, ugly. 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 Bridal dress. Kinda ugly. But like the appropriate amount of ugly. The flowers in the front was ugly. Yeah, that's where it is. But everything else about it kind of slayed as like a ball gown kind of dress. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Like as far as like early 2000s rom-com wedding dresses go, pretty good. Pretty good. And I will say when it comes to wedding dresses, like go all out. Like it's your wedding. Like when I sometimes yeah, I see wedding dresses on TikTok yeah. that are like like basically slip dresses, and I'm like, girl, wear that for the party. Like right. what's happening right now? I know. Like you're getting married. Do yeah. it up. Like it's like I I understand some simplicity, but like yeah. minimalist wedding dresses. Come, come on. on. Yeah. I mean, clearly I'm not a fan of minimalism. We're sitting in my apartment where like every inch of the wall is covered, and I have like seven thousand things on the shelves. But like I <laughs> I still think. No, Neve and I are big fans of um, industrial. We as, oh as, my God. as a style that has nothing to do with a wedding dress, but no. But like now that we're on the topic, we've been like trying to find like places to live. Not that we can afford anything yet, but just like looking to see what's out there. And we're like, why can't someone just let me live in an abandoned factory? <laughs> like it doesn't even need to be a house or like a church that hasn't been used for years. <laughs> like just let me because. You can't see my apartment, but where I live right now and where I've lived for the past three years is our oldest dorm building on campus, and 
is was originally designed to be a schoolhouse in the 1800s so like that's why it looks like this so like all of the rooms have like really high ceilings and like a lot of exposed pipes and radiators and they just it looks of the 1800s um and i and it's like a little like like it's it has some like problems with heating and stuff. Like it's not the most technologically advanced, but it's got a charm. Yeah, yeah. it's like I love the aesthetic. <laughs> I do yeah. too. I love a high ceiling. Oh my god. It's because I'm not a fan of like contemporary minimalism. No, oh, it's depressing. Like, it's so like corporate and cold. Yes. Right? Looking at apartment listings where it's like the same copied yeah. apartment that looks exactly the same. Haunting. It's, it's I don't like it. Yeah. I love exposed brick. Love that. Oh, okay. My, I, for apartments, I like, um, I just can't have tile floor like our apartment right now. I mean, it's, it's very much a collegiate apartment thing. Yeah. But like yeah. tile floor. I'm like, ugh! No, the tile floor is, is rough. Like, I hate it so much. I just need wood floor or like maybe carpet even. I don't, I don't I know. I like carpet. I like carpet too. I, I, and I obviously, I'm 21. I can't afford to be picky. But like, anything but tile floor and like, I would really love a good amount of natural light because that is... I'm like a plant. Abandoned factory. Just yeah. let us live in a factory. I like will put a bed. Like the loft in the <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like a I loft. Like I have to get a picture. Actually, I'll tell my mom to bring a picture of the apartment she lived in for like seven years in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's near like like... Greenwich Village, like NYU's mm-hmm. campus, mm-hmm. and it was a loft that had like ceilings higher than this one, with like floor to ceiling windows and wood flooring, and it was so pretty. She has p- pictures of it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, and it was an art. It was originally like made to be artists' live spaces, so that it was like marketed to artists as like buy this, and it's like zoned properly so you could have your home and your studio in the same place. Like, we, like, figured out the zoning for that. But then they started charging them a lot of money, and the artists were like, why would you make a space that is meant for us and then hike the rent up so much that, like, artists can't afford it? This Doesn't is make the any plot sense. of rent. And then they yeah. went on rent strike, but my mom lived there, and she was not an artist, and she was like, hell yeah, supporting the artists, and she didn't pay rent for five years. And I think about it all the time. Like, how did you, like, stumble into this free apartment for five years? They that went on rent so strike, powerful. like, they went on rent strike, like, three months after she got the apartment. Like, she literally never oh paid God. rent for five Good years for in this beautiful apartment. That's incredible. I think about it all the time. I, can, I cannot <laughs> believe your mother there was a character in Rent. She was. That's why she loves that musical. Because she lived <laughs> But like... I believe she, it. And really benefited from the the protest. Because she just was like, yeah, I agree. I'll go on so Rent Strike. to her. Fascinating. So Not a fan of how that movie handles AIDS, though. No. <laughs> I will say... That's completely separate, but... Rent is a... T- yeah, I could do a podcast on Rent. Yeah. Even the Rent movie in difference to the I've, show. Yeah, yeah, very complicated it's feelings. so interesting. I actually kind of like the movie. I like the movie. I, I think like it's actually a pretty too. good adaptation. I just have complicated feelings about the text itself. Me too. Yeah. I also have complicated feelings about how it is staged. Yeah, I've never seen it staged really, like, well. I agree. I feel like every set... I saw the national tour my senior year of high school and I feel like the set for the national tour is like everybody's set. It's mm-hmm. like, um, it, it's like, it's industrial. Me. It's like, 
call me, but like no like stage and That's front. a really niche reference I know. that only I will but understand. That's how, I need, it to, <laughs> that's how I like, need it to Not a show that I did. It's like scaffolding. Like I feel like there's always some yeah. scaffolding in it. It's, it's like, like it, it is an industrial set. Yeah. Yeah. Fan of industrial for live. Not for set. Not for set. I know. It depends. It makes it look depressing and you just don't want to engage with it for some reason. I was like, Call Me was Romeo and Juliet set in that period of New York City. So. So, Yeah. But that was set. No, the Call Me set was good because it wasn't just scaffolding. No. I feel like Rent is only ever just scaffolding. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I I appreciate the um, versatility of what scaffolding offers you. (laughs) But. No, I agree. Staging wise. But it's not for all the time. And then they get, ooh, and then they get married. Ooh. Sorry, I had a little burp in the middle of that. And then they get, and they get married. I didn't hear it. And then Gus buys him a house. Yeah, yeah. next door to his. Right next door to his house. Yep. Yeah. What a but, like, what a guy. At least he bought them a house, I guess. At um, least they he bought them a house, I guess. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. That is all she wrote. Wow. Would we like to give some offerings and votes off for my big fat Greek wedding? Sure. Um, oh, you know, I'm going to give an offering to... What, what's Tula's sister's name? Oh my god. Athena. Athena. I'm going to give an offering to Athena. That's funny. Yeah. Um, because I think she really kind of... I think she was the older one. To my yes, yeah. Yes. And she very clearly kind of got the short end of the stick in terms of like her parents were less flexible, like, and forced her to do all of the things that they wanted to force Tula to do. But because Tula was second in line, I think she had she, a little more she, space. Right. But Athena, like, whenever you see her in the movie, she is trying to girl boss her way into like succeeding in everything she does. Like, she's clearly doing her best. And, like, I don't know. I appreciated her. My offering is for Maria. To the, uh, the mom. The mom, okay. Because she... There was, like, a line where she was, like, the man is the head and the woman is the neck that turns the head. It was cunt. And it was she, cunt. I forgot about She that. was mother for that. Yeah. She really was, like... Your dad isn't doing anything. I am the puppet master behind yeah. the puppet. And I respected her a lot for that. I agree. Because, what, like, Gus just was angry. And Maria always got her way. She did. She did. That scene where where Maria and the aunt um, trick Gus... Everything. Into, into, yeah. to be to thinking it, acting, thinking it was his idea. They were acting t- so poorly. Like, it was, like, so poorly... Executed, but worked out anyways. Yeah. Very slay. Very slay. Very slay. Uh, you guys took both the ones that I was thinking of doing. Um, I guess I'll give my offering to Tula. Girl, those classes were not that bad. No, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. No, they weren't. Justice for before And, like, Tula. the perm was just the style of the age. Yeah. People, do people get perms anymore? I don't know. Write in. Colin, do you get a perm? Yeah, do you get Who gets perms? Anybody? Do you know anybody who gets one? I feel like that is, like, not a thing people do anymore. But, like, that, like, from, like, 1980 to 2005, it was, like, the thing to have. I just never even cared because that's what my hair looks like anyway. I feel like it's going to come back. 
You think? That's so I feel weird. like like really the believe. celebrity style of the two thousands was like pin straight hair. Yeah, that's true. But the people, but the had people, perms. The, yeah, perm was for the people. <laughs> but like the, the so it depends on. I guess the perm people. was yeah. I'm interested to see what happens. Me too. Um, I think I speak for everyone when I say the votes off are the wasps. Yeah, they're literally so fucking I annoying. I hate them. Ugh. Yeah. All right. That is all for this week. To explain what's going to happen when we start the Hidden Oracle, we're going to gonna change stuff up only a little bit. Um, we are adding one new segment, which is we're going to make predictions for what's going to happen in the next, oh. next chapters because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And in the spirit of we don't know what's going to happen, we're no longer going to be announcing the theme the week before because we are going to decide upon a theme after we read um, because I can no longer pick themes in advance because I don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah. So, mostly the podcast as you always knew it, but we're uh, in the dark. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. It's kind of exciting. If you've read it, like, feel proud of yourself because you will know more than us. Yeah, we have not... It'll be an interesting, like, perspective for those who have read it to, like, not be, like, rereading along with us. To yeah. be, like, knowing before we know. Yeah. Get excited. You're going to watch us be, like, a little dumb. So true. So, join us next week where we'll be discussing... Chapters 1 through 4 of The Hidden Oracle. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters, and we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Thanks for listening. And if you had a big fat Greek wedding, send pics. Or a perm. Yeah, or a perm. Either or. Either or. Goodbye.